Father, we have left our homes, we have left our places of abode. Father, because we know that we are coming to a place where we are coming to meet you, O Lord. We have scheduled this meeting, O Father. It's not a mistake for us or for anyone to be here this morning. But, O Father, you eternal one, you have called us, O Lord. You have got a message to deliver unto us, O my God and my Lord. And, Father, we pray against every principality, every force, O Father, every thought, O Lord, that is going to take us away from our blessings, O Father. We hinder them by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, O Father. May this meeting, Father, be a reality, O God. May lives be changed this morning, O Father. May deliverance be accepted, O God. Father, may wounds be healed, O Lord. Father, I just cry, O Lord calling upon your name, O oh Father, like blind Bartimaeus that day, he said, pass me not, O oh Father. We are also crying to your God that you may not pass, pass us, O oh Lord. If as you are visiting others, O oh God, this morning, visit us, O oh Father. Amen. Let there be revival in our hearts, O oh God. Let there be revival in our lives, O oh Father. Come and quicken us, O oh Lord. We pray, O oh God, that let the sick be healed, O oh Father. Let the weak say, I am strong, O oh God. Amen. This is the day, O oh Father, that we are drawing closer to you, O oh Lord Jesus, and may the blood of the Lord, O oh Father, cover us, O oh Father. If there is anything that will hinder your spirit from moving between us, O oh Father, and amongst us, O oh Father, we call upon that blood, O oh Father, that cleanses whiter than snow, O oh God, that every sin may be cleansed, O oh Father, that we may be made whiter than snow before you, O oh God, that you may be able, Father, to proclaim oracles, O oh Father, this day unto us, O oh God. We thank you, O oh Father, for we know, Father, that since we are here, O oh God, our lives are going to be changed, O oh God. We are going to be blessed indeed, O oh Father. We shall come out of these doors a different people, O oh Father. Father, beneficial to the society, beneficial of the God, all to your kingdom, oh God. Father, will never be the same again. Bless our brother who is here, Father God, leading in the songs, oh God. May you bless him, oh Father. Even the ministers of the word, oh God, who shall stand here, Father, may he be blessed, oh Father, and may there be blessings unto us, oh God. We commit this prayer, this service, oh Father, in your mighty hands. Come and start with us, oh Lord, and do everything with us, oh God. In the mighty name of our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen.
Amen. Let's give God a hand of praise once more. Amen. Praise the song of Zion. Amen. Let us take uh, one chorus as a party of
Just to say a word of prayer for the offerings and the tithings. God bless you, sir. Uh, let's close our eyes. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, this very morning, Father, we'd like to thank you, Father, for this opportunity, Father, to come to gather in this fashion, Father, in your name, Father. And we believe, like your word has said, that why two, one or two carry in your name, Father, you will be among them, Father. And this morning, Father, you believe that you are among us, Father. Here you are saying, Father, you are the one who knows what is in the depth of their heart, Father, what is their heart desire, Father. I believe, Father, you are the one who knows what is it that they, will, they need, Father. Even this morning, Father, as their hands are raised, Father, you are the one who knows each and everything that is in their heart, Father. If there's anyone of us here who's diseased and afflicted, Father, your word tells us that by your stripes, Father, we heal there on the cross, Father. That is why, Father, the only thing, Father, is this morning, if somebody is, is sick, Father, the only thing that is they are waiting for is a manifestation of their healing, Father. And we believe, Father, that this morning will grant them their healing, Father. And your children this morning, Father, has given even tithes and offering, Father, as a token of thanks, Father, for each and everything that you have done unto them, Father. May you please bless them, Father, even bless them abundantly, Father. And even those, Father, who are unable to give, Father, may you yes. please bless them, Father. You are the one who knows the reason behind it, Father. And as we're going to go on with your service, Father, may you please prepare us our heart, Father, for the way that's going to come, Father, so that it be a fertile ground, Father, so that there'll be it, your word will be able to grow, Father, in, in us, Father. Because, Father, the main reason we come here this morning, Father, is to hear you speak unto us, Father, because we believe that with your word, Father, we can conquer each and everything, Father. Mm. And we believe that this morning, Father, that is the purpose we are here, Father, so that when we, are, we come out of the service, Father, we are not as we came in, Father, but we are renewed, Father, and we are, we are strengthened, Father. Yes. And this morning, Father, may you please bless each and every say your service, Father, and every that's going to uh, happen afterwards, Father. And we, we commit this service unto you, know, you, Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Uh, we will be seated. We, we greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We greet you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, we are happy once more this morning. 
and then uh, together in this fashion. And then we've got uh, apology from Brother Kumete here. Um, he's not around this morning. He went to Jovek. So uh, may God protect him. And then you are most welcome, each and every one of you. I think we've got a special welcome for Zandile. If you can raise your hand, Zandile. Where is Zandile? Oh, God bless you. Um, God bless you. And if, if it happens that you are a visitor, we don't have your name. God bless you. Um, you are most welcome. <clears throat> And just a few, I think I've been asked by uh, Sister Masangu and Sister Lorraine that they are asking for the little ones to come here on Saturday for a practice at 10 o'clock in the morning. Next week, Saturday at 10 o'clock. So they are requesting for the young ones to come and, uh, yeah, just, just for Sunday school, uh, whatever. Is it song? song, yeah. So let us support them and then bring the little ones on Saturday at 10 o'clock at the Tabernacle. So uh, can I get amen from the parents here? Amen. Let me get the amen all right. Let me get the amen again for the parents. Okay. No, it's fine. God bless you. And then um, let, us not, um, let us not forget or just a reminder for the wedding of Brother Sbonello on the 30th of May. So I think we might start at 9 o'clock. I'm not yet sure of the time, but uh, it will be in Middleburg. Let us try and support our brother and sister Lindobuche on the 30th of May. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, Brother Sbonello, it looks good nowadays. It's a happy year. So, um, but it's only, I think it's about two weeks from now. Sometimes he was telling me that then the trousers are falling, man. You see, um, I'm getting thinner. So, but uh, the time will come. Uh, they will cook for him. He will gain like me. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> um, yeah. In the marriage we gain, you could see me also. And then apology, I think Brother Msisi held up somewhere at the freeway, and then his car has got a problem, so we're going to go solo. We're not, we're not going to have an interpreter this morning. I'm going to see an interpreter because Brother Msisi has a problem in the car like freeway, so I think we're going to go solo, English only. So, Siakolisa, God bless you. And then let us just stand on our feet and... Welcome our pastor with a worshiping song. Let's sing a worshiping song while he comes.
you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. How many are happy this morning? How many say the devil is a liar? Hallelujah. We are very much thankful this morning to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. So uh, I'm solo today. Hallelujah. But it's fine, Brother Mises. I think they've indicated to you that he's got issues on the highway with his car. Amen. But uh, I think that's how God planned it. Hallelujah. Nothing is out of cater with God. Everything will happen right to the precision, the way he planned it. Hallelujah. Just before I read the way, there's just a quick something that I want to say. Um, Sister Tolen, two boys are seeing Pastor Ngodima with regard to a certain matter, and then I should be able to have an official statement on it next week. Amen. I just want to see how their meeting goes. Hallelujah. Just wait for me next week. I will say something. As we turn to First John chapter 4. First John chapter 4. We'll read from verse 1. We can read it if found. Is it found? Amen. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many prophets are gone out into the world. Hallelujah. And it says, Hereby know ye the spirit of God, Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. This is that the spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, even now already is it in the world. Amen. And then just quickly I want us to read... Uh, St. Mark 16, in this manner he found and when the Sabbath was passed Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Jesus and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him actually it's supposed to be verse 9 now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week he appeared first to Mary Magdalene out of whom he had cast seven devils. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this morning 
Lord, we know that this day was pre-planted by you. Lord, you pre-planted the message and you knew the people that would be in the sanctuary this morning. And not only that, but you knew their needs. And that is why I've got full confidence to ask you to grant them their heart's desire. We've read a scripture, dear God, as the scripture says, let every man's word be a lie, but let your word be the truth. And this morning, we are basing our eternal destination upon your unadulterated weight, especially the end time. And Lord, we want to commit the reading of the weight to you. Circumcise my lips as you circumcise their ears, so that when we come to the end of the service, your name should be glorified. I'm not here to glorify myself. I'm here to glorify you, dear God, because the ultimate purpose why we come to the service is for the believers to have a full realization of who their God is. That is why I committed them individually. Those that are sick and afflicted in the name of Jesus Christ, touch them and make them whole, O God, as I commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As you take your seats. Now, okay, I will request it uh, sometime, or just leave it, there's not a problem. Amen. I, I want to speak about enticing spirits. Hallelujah. Enticing spirits. And the prophet spoke about these things in the uh, book of demonology. Hallelujah. Now, the scripture that we just read, uh, how many believe that demons are real? Amen. Hallelujah. The prophet says, you know, you, you've got kinds of demons. You've got uh, demons that come into the physical realm and that, that torment the body, your cancer, uh, your tuberculosis, and so forth. And there, is, there are demons that come and torment the spirit, and there are demons that come and torment the soul. So demons have got uh, their different areas of specialization. Hallelujah. Uh, but what we, what we have learned from the Lord Jesus Christ is simple. Uh, cast them out. Uh, never, never tolerate a demon. There, there is a remedy for every demon. Uh, the Bible says, in the name of Jesus Christ, the demons do tremble. Amen. But uh, the scripture that we just read here, Jesus, after he had risen, it describes Mary, it says, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast out seven devils. And we know those devils were demons. The prophet listed those kinds of demons. He said it was pride. Hallelujah. It was the boastful spirit. It was an unclean spirit. It was a filthy vulgarity, emulations, and strife, and all kinds of demons that were cast out. Hallelujah. I've realized that the believers in the end time, they are able to identify 
a demon when it is in the physical realm. They can be able to say, this is tuberculosis, this is cancer. And to a certain extent, they're able to describe even demons in the spirit realm and say, this is depression, this is, uh, uh, what else could it be there in the spirit realm? Mental oppression, all those things, they're able to, to differentiate them. Hallelujah. But uh, what the bride is coming up against in the end time is not a spirit of cancer. It is not a, just the spirit of uh, depression. We, we are living, the prophet says, we are living in the greatest, uh, uh, this is the greatest age of deception. It has never been seen in any other time. So believers are able to see physical, spiritual, but very few are able to identify religious demons. Hallelujah. The, the devil is not so much dangerous when he comes in the form of cancer. Uh, we, we can lay hands upon you, or if you lose the battle against cancer, you can still go home. Hallelujah. But uh, the great and very subtle demon in the end time, it is a religious spirit. Uh, hallelujah. And that is why you see things, even amongst the denominations, things that we have never seen before. People eating grass and all those things. It just shows you that we are, we are really at the end time. And I mean, if, if a pastor can make people to eat grass, it tells you that there is no more spiritual discernment upon the people. Hallelujah. But the scripture says, test every spirit, whether is it of God. Hallelujah. And how do you test the spirit? Give it a way to test. What does, what does the way to say about it? Because heavens and earth shall pass away, but his word shall never pass away. Hallelujah. Now, the prophet says in this message that I'm reading in the demonology book, he says, when God created me, William Brenham, I was before the foundation of the world. He, he made my being, my spirit. I wasn't conscious of anything as far as I know of. Hallelujah. But I was there. So that means before you took a human form, you were in a spirit form. And even demons, before they take the physical form, they were first a spirit. Hallelujah. And it is only the people that were there that will be able to identify the spirits that were not there. Hallelujah. We're living, we're living in an age where... This, this is a challenging age. Maybe let me just read you one quotation of the prophet. I think he captured it very well in this message. How can I overcome? Paragraph 4.4. He says, we see this age that we are living in. It's one of the grandest ages of all ages. The Laodicea church age is the grandest of all the church ages because it's the ending of time and blending of eternity. So as we are moving closer towards the end time, the devil realizes that his time is running out, and that is why you will see an increase of demonic activity in every sphere of society. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because the devil knows that his days are numbered. But, but uh, as the scripture says, watch and pray. He says, 
then is the greatest sinful age. It's more, there's more sin in this age than, that, 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 than it has ever been. And the powers of Satan is many times harder to fight against than it was in any other age. Hallelujah. You, you, you see the churches are letting down the bars. You see believers are letting down the bars. It's because the devil has become more and more aggressive. Because why? He knows that his time is over. But, but I'm glad that there are people that were predestinated to overcome the devil. There are people that have got it in them not to succumb to the pressure of the time. They are basing their eternal destination upon thou says the Lord. And I want to say this message shall never mislead you. This prophet ran his race and he ran it so perfectly and I'm full confidence that continue in his footsteps. Hallelujah. Now, he says, back there, listen to what the prophet says. He says, back there, in any ages, a Christian could, for his profession of, of a church or belonging to Christ, could be beheaded for it. He could be killed and put out of his misery and go to meet God quickly. In the early stages, if you confess that you are a Christian, you could be beheaded. Your head could be cut off and you could... Go quickly to meet the Lord. Hallelujah. But, he, but listen, he says, things have changed. The devil is no longer after your physical life. It's after your spiritual life. Hallelujah. And, and, and a lot of people, they, they sense danger when, when it is posed physically than when it is faced spiritually. But listen to what he says. But now the enemy has come in the name of the church. And it's so deceiving. Hallelujah. It, it can only be the prophet that says that. So it tells you that in the end time, you don't just find the church, you must find him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't need to find the pastor, you must find Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So this, this, this age, unless your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you will never make it. Amen. Hallelujah. And if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, no matter what the devil does, you will overcome. Yes. Hallelujah. Victory to you is not optional. It is, it is in you. It's your nature. You will overcome. Yes. And that is why, as believers, you must never be shaken as long as you know in whom you have believed. Yes. Hallelujah. He says, now the enemy has come in the name of the church and it's so deceiving. This is the great age of deception. When Christ said to the two spirits would be so close in the last days, it would deceive the very elect if it was possible. Remember, Christ spoke of an elected people for the last day, and I believe some of them are in the building. The elected people in the last day. See, it would deceive the very elect if it were possible. It would be so close Hallelujah. But here's something beautiful that elect shall never be deceived. Hallelujah. There are people that, that, are, that are in the end time, I could use this weight, and it may sound irresponsible, but there are people in the end time that are infallible. Why are they infallible? It's because the infallible God stays in them. Hallelujah. 
And, and this morning, as I'm speaking about uh, demons, I want to say to you, no one in this building is neutral. Hallelujah. You, you contain a certain spirit. And that spirit motivates you. And if you want to know what spirit you contain, you look at the results of your life, it will show you what spirit indwelleth you. But no one is neutral this morning. Hallelujah. We've got only two forces that are in control around the world. It is the devil's power and it's God's power. And there is no in-between in the end time. Hallelujah. But I, I, I want us to come back to uh, uh, what we have shown here. I said, believers in the end time, they are unable to check uh, or to discern enticing spirits. Hallelujah. Now, when, when you check from the very beginning, you find that you, you had Abel and Canaan in the Garden of Eden. Both of them were worshippers. Cain was a worshipper. Abel was a worshipper. They came before God to offer the sacrifices. Hallelujah. But it only takes a spiritual discernment to know that as much as they were worshippers, but they were not motivated by the same spirit. Hallelujah. Cain was, Cain, Cain was not just a, 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 sin, a sinful man. He, he was a church man. He knew how to worship. He knew how to sing. Hallelujah. And that is why, before it comes here, you need to know who the devil was before he became the devil. Hallelujah. The devil was not a drunkard. His origin was not a drunkard. He was not an adulterer, his origin. The devil was a worshiper. The devil was an angel in heaven. Hallelujah. He was, he was so trusted that he led the songs of heaven. Yeah. Hallelujah. His name was Lucifer, which means a shining light. Yeah. Hallelujah. And that's why in the end time, I'm not only interested in the light, but I'm interested whether the light is confirmed by his weight. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, we, we find out that when it was day in heaven, then there was, there was a commotion. There was a battle that broke out between Michael and Lucifer. And this battle, uh, Michael obviously will overcome. He overcame there. He will overcome here. Hallelujah. And if you're on his side, I want to tell you, you will always overcome. No matter what the devil does, remain on the side of Michael. He's a warrior. Now, while it was there, then Michael overcame Lucifer. You find it in Revelation chapter 12. And Lucifer was kicked out of heaven. The Bible says there remaineth no place for him in heaven. No matter how you preach, the devil will never go back to heaven. There is no more place for him there. But I'm glad there is a place for me. You are going there because there is a place for you in heaven. Now, after, after he was kicked out, if you are a Bible reader, you know that the devil is a spirit and he was just hovering around the Garden of Eden. And he looked at the animal kingdom. He looked at different kinds of things until he identified an animal that he could come and indwell. This animal, it was able to speak. It had the speech capacity. It had the intellectual capacity. And this animal was the serpent. Now, when Lucifer fell, he got into, he reincarnated himself into the serpent. Now, 
It used to be the serpent speaking, but from that day, it was the devil speaking. And this serpent went to Eve. He approached the church without the husband. Hallelujah. If the serpent could have approached Eve in the presence of Adam, I tell you, my brother, Eve was not going to be deceived. Because why? Adam was the prophet. He was, able, he was going to be able to discern the spirit that was in the serpent. And today, we've got the prophet. The devil can never approach the church in the presence of the prophet. The prophet will always identify that spirit and say, that is the spirit of the devil. But now we found out that Adam was not there. Then this serpent... This is Lucifer incarnated the serpent. Now the serpent went to Eve. We know the discussion that took place until ultimately she was deceived. And ultimately, Adam partook in that scene as well, willingly. Now the two, the twins were born. It was Abel and Cain. From that time, it started a parallel of two spirits. The spirits of the elected and the spirit of Religious spirit, hallelujah. Now you find that Abel and Cain were together. Both were worshippers. It moved from uh, Abel and Cain, then we find that it was Jacob and Esau. Hallelujah. Both worshipping God. Then it moved from Jacob and Esau, it moved to Moses and Biliam. When you look at Moses, Moses, he came to offer the sacrifice. And Biliam came to offer the sacrifice. There was no difference between Moses and Biliam except that Moses was a vindicated prophet. Today I'm not interested in so much what is happening around the globe. I'm only interested in a vindicated prophet. Hallelujah. Now Moses, he was, he was on God's side. Biliam was a religious being. It moved from there. It went to Eli, Elijah and Micah, Jezebel and the 400 prophets. They all worshipped. Now it moved from them, it went to Jesus Christ. Then you find that it was Jesus and Judas. Hallelujah. And Judas, let me tell you, he was a worshiper. The Bible says he obtained part of the ministry. But he didn't go with the ministry all the way. How, what do we mean when we say you go with the ministry all the way? You must come to a spot that what you speak about, you contain. It is not just a God who is a theory, but it is a God that is in your heart. And unless God is in you, my brother, we are living in a time where you will be shaken. But if God is in you, you are just like a tree that's planted by the river, you shall never be moved. Hallelujah. Now, we see that it moved there. You find John the Baptist, then you find the Pharisees, then it moved all the way until it came to where we are at the end time. Now here, where we are at the end time, you find that you've got a vindicated prophet. And I want to say this to this assembly. Anytime, I don't care how great a doctrine can be. If it takes Brother Brenham out of it, leave it alone. Hallelujah. If anything takes Brother Brenham out of the picture, there is something wrong with it. Because this is the Elijah in the end time. He's the one that was sent to lead the church until it arrives home. I hope we are together. And on that note, I want to say to you, remain with the spoken word. Listen to those tips. This prophet is still relevant to your life. 
Hallelujah. At no point in time he will be irrelevant. He is the one that called you wherever you were. And I want to say, remain with him. Now, we find that in the time that we are living in, the Bible says, false Christ shall come. When we speak about Christ, we mean anointing. The false anointed ones shall come. Today, people are so much anointed. I was, I was reading somewhere, Brother Bram was talking about the battles. They said, the way our music is so anointed, even if a man is in a wheelchair, he can walk out of a wheelchair. Does that make them right? I'm not looking for a miracle. I'm looking for the word of God. The devil can perform miracle. It is the word that will take you to heaven, not a miracle. And actually, there is a greater miracle that I'm looking for. It is the transformation of the soul. Because you can walk out of a wheelchair, but as long as the soul is not right, you can end up in hell. Hallelujah. But when you, when you can be in a wheelchair and not walk out of a wheelchair, but within yourself, your soul can be so much transformed that when the time comes, you will be marching through the pearly gates. Hallelujah. The fourth, they say the way our, our music is so anointed, we are going to go on a healing campaign. That's what they spoke about, the Beatles manager. He says wherever we go, the people, they throw away their crushes. Why? They are anointed. They've got an anointing. But the church of God, hallelujah. You know, even if Jesus would have never done a miracle, the disciples would have still followed him. Because why? It was part of the predestination. Even if the prophet in the end time could have not done even one miracle, I was still going to be a follower in the end time. Even if there were no picture of the pillar of fire, I was still going to be a follower in the end time. Because why? I'm not following the pictures. I'm not following the miracle. But I am part of God's predestinated plan. As I said to the Wednesday people, you are here because you had to be here. You believe because you had to believe. You came into the message because you had to come into the message. No one would have designed it. Even in their wildest dream that you would be a message believer in 2015. But God, in his sovereign grace, he knew that you would come. Hallelujah. He knew that you would come in this age where there is deception, but you will never be deceived. Hallelujah. The prophet says something here. He says, and people who claim to be, this is in the message God's eye, people who claim to be religious go to church. I want to say this to you. Going to church is not enough. A church will never take you to heaven. Jesus says, I am the way. Not the church. We are just here to introduce him to the people. But he is the way. Hallelujah. Because some people, they think by going to church, then it guarantees them that they are going to heaven. And actually, sometimes, the church could be the quickest way to hell. That's right. Hallelujah. And the devil specializes in that. And if you want to ask me, the devil was an angel. He, know, he knows how spirits operate. He knows how to bring an anointing. He used to bring it up there. 
But you know why I'm not shaken? It's because when Michael took him on, I was on Michael's side. And in the end time, Michael shall rise up and defend his own people. And I'm part of the people that Michael shall defend. Hallelujah. Actually, the devil is more dangerous when he comes in the form of a church than when he comes as a drunkard. Today, you won't be deceived by a drunkard. You will just push a drunkard aside. You won't be deceived by an adulterer. You'll push them aside. But you will be deceived by a church. Hallelujah. You look around the world today, and we need to say it, brethren, for what it is. There's an aspiration on a lot of people. I just saw one in America wants to be an eighth messenger. And I said, goodness, I, I've got to convince the people about Brother Brenham. So if, what if I convince them even about another man that is not vindicated? <laughs> Hallelujah. Because this Elijah was here to introduce Christ to the people. He, he says, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a, 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 a road sign. That will point the people his way. Hallelujah. But let's come to this quotation. He says, People who claim to be religious go to church and still rank unbelievers, sinners. Jesus said, You're of your father the devil. He was referring to the people that were in church. And yet they were just as pious and religious as they could be. Hallelujah. The worst demon there is to deal with is a religious demon. They are five times more horrible than any other evil spirit. Hallelujah. And that is how the devil has come in the end time. It was easy to identify the demons that were in Mary Magdalene. But it was not easy to identify a demon that was in Judas. I hope we are together. Mary Magdalene could identify afar off. But Judas couldn't identify. Hallelujah. But the prophet says, he continues, says, I believe you are getting it. Jesus told the disciples that he knew them before the foundation of the world. Jesus knew them before the foundation of the world. Do you know that demons knew, know you more than you know yourself? Actually, it was the demons first that knew him to be a Messiah before the people knew that he was the Messiah. Because why? The demons were there. They know everything. Hallelujah. When you come and you are his son or his daughter, the demons will recognize that this one is different. Because why? Wherever you are as a believer where you go, your atmosphere paralyzes demons. Sometimes you do not know why you are hated without a cause. It's because of the atmosphere that you create. When demons are in your presence, they can't operate, they are bound. Hallelujah. And I say, let them be bound. It's not us binding them, it's God in us binding them. Hallelujah. I hope we are together. Now, we know that when that battle broke out, two-thirds, a demon, a demon is a former angel. Hallelujah. 
after they fell, then they became demons because they never returned to their first estate. And after they were kicked out, the Bible said there remained no place for them in heaven. But two-thirds of the angels in heaven went with Lucifer. And today, they are demons. And a demon from time to time, a demon is not dangerous until it finds a body to operate in. Adultery is not a big deal until it finds a body. Gossiping is not a big deal until it finds a body. So from time to time, this body, these demons, they want to habitate the bodies of human beings so that they can continue with the plan of their master. But yes, very something. Even the demons, they know that the devil doesn't love them. Even them, they don't love him. It's a loveless economy. You work for somebody who doesn't love you, you know, and he doesn't love you. It's a loveless economy. Our economy is the economy of love. Brother Bremen said the greatest weapon against the demons is love. Hallelujah. And the devil's weapon is fear. That's why whenever the angels came, they said to the people, fear not. And this message in the end time, the prophet came and said, fear not, little flock. Because why? God is in charge. And that is why in the end time, my brother, I, 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 I live relaxed in God's hands because I know he will protect me. It's not my idea, it's not my plan, it's not how careful I am, but it's because some sovereign hand is protecting me. Even when I'm asleep, somebody who does not sleep is looking over me. That's why I can say, David, I'm not afraid of you. If, If you can find yourself your fear increasing more than your love is increasing, you are in danger. Hallelujah. I just want to come here as I'm I'm reading along. Now, or before I go there, I think we're going to read a scripture. Let's go to Acts 16, verse 16. Acts 16, verse 16. Acts 16, verse 16, it reads in this manner. If he found, it says, And it, it came to pass, as he went to prayer, a certain damsel gave Possessed with a spirit of divination, which is fortune-telling. Hallelujah. Met us, which brought her master's much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us, crying, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Isn't that a great message? When everybody turned their back on Paul and stoned them, this young girl came out of nowhere and said, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Would you have detected that it was not God speaking, it was a demon speaking? If it was many churches, this girl was going to have a more say. These are the servants of the Most High God that show us salvation. 
Hallelujah. That's why the church in the end time, it must have spiritual discernment. Because if the church does not have a spiritual discernment, it can end up worshipping a demon without knowing. But, but listen to Paul as a prophet, verse 18. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved and said to the Spirit, I commanded thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to come out of her. Hallelujah. As, as the demon was there praising them, but Paul was able to discern that this is not God speaking, it is a demon speaking. Although it uses a religious language, but it is still a demon. But it took a prophet to identify that and say, demon, come out of her. And the church in the end time must never worship a demon. Even if a demon praises you, you must know the spirit behind it. I hope we are together. Now, the demons... These are the seven, the seven dimensions. The, this is a matter, light, time. And we as mortals, we interact in this realm. Hallelujah. As we shake hands, it's two matters coming together because you are a matter as well. And light and time, we live in a time-bound environment. Then there is this dimension, which is called the fourth dimension. This dimension, you can never interact with it without having a device. Hallelujah. So that means, uh, like now, I'm able to operate this thing. The computer is way at the back, but I've got this here. The reason they communicate is it's the fourth dimension. Hallelujah. My voice comes to your ear through the fourth dimension. Hallelujah. And that's why the recording can be able to capture it and you listen later. And television, it's a fourth dimension product. You are able to see people that are playing rugby in, in New Zealand while you are here in South Africa. The pictures are transmitted by the fourth dimension. So that dimension, it's a dangerous dimension. Because even the demons, they travel in that dimension. And those that have read about witches is that a witch can travel here and have a meeting in America. And how do they travel? They get into the fourth dimension. But I want to say, a believer is never affected by what happens in the fourth dimension. Because a believer's position, he is in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When, when you are a believer, the, the witch doctors will never find you. The fortune tellers will never find you. Because what? You are in a dimension that they can never penetrate. If you are a believer and you are bewitched, you are at the wrong place at the wrong time. If you are in heavenly places, I want to say, the devil can never reach you. Actually, before the devil can reach you, he must get a permission from God. I hope we are together. Now, this is where the influence is coming on. And, and you people, especially in the end time, internet is here. Uh, I, 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 I've picked up that when, when you go on the internet, you, you may go while you are good, in a happy mood, in a happy, being jolly, and once you are done, something has offended you. It's because spirits 
travel in this dimension. Hallelujah. So, and, and, and the, the, the way the demons attack you, they come in the spirit form. And Brother Brennan was able in the meetings, sometimes a lady would come on the podium, Brother Brennan says, Sister, you've got a spirit of depression. He says, I see a dark cloud over your head. Hallelujah. And it creates an atmosphere. The spirit of epilepsy, he said it was in the form of a bed. And he says, one time he said, the, a, a young man came with the spirit of epilepsy and he asked the church to bow down their heads and he cast out that spirit. He says you could see that bed that was flying over the building and all of a sudden it left the building. They come in different form of creatures. But I'm glad as a believer, I'm not even scared even one of one demon in hell. Because my Lord conquered them. Amen. Hallelujah. After the resurrection, when, when he was in the, in the tomb, he went all the way down to where they are. And he went there to take the keys of hell, grave, and death. And overcame every demon. And came back and said to us, you are more than conquerors. Amen. I don't know who believes it this morning. Amen. You are more than conquerors. It doesn't matter what the devil does. You are more than conquerors. If he comes your way, you are still a more than conqueror. Keep on confessing it. We are not meant to be afraid of the devil. The devil's backbone was, was kicked and is broken this morning. And you are not here to defeat the devil. You are here to enforce his defeat. Because he's already defeated. People that think that God is still fighting with the devil. No, say, the war is won. God has won. And his believers are here in the end time to enforce the defeat. So why should you be afraid of demons today? Why should you be afraid of witches? Why should we be afraid of all kinds of things? We live in a crime-rife society, but none of the believers will be affected. They may steal your DVD, but they will never steal you. You are not a DVD. God is not meant to protect a DVD. He's meant to protect you. A DVD is not part of God, but you are part of God. I hope we are together. Now these demons are in the spirit realm. Some in the spirit we call them nervousness, depression, arrogant spirit, insanity, wealthy spirit, spirit of darkness. They are there. And they are there to torment you. And let me say this to this assembly. An unconfessed sin attracts the demons more than, more than any other thing. An unconfessed sin becomes an area that attracts the demons that come to attack you. And if an unconfessed sin has got a spirit of religion in religious spirit, uh, the prophet the resident says the religious spirit is more dangerous than any other spirit is because uh, a spirit of a religious spirit can make a man who is a preacher to commit adultery last night and preach and people are crying in the morning. The prophet saw it, he said, I saw two men they stood up and spoke in tongues. And when I looked, 
the other one he spoke in tongues the other one is interpreted and it says i went to check i found that the other one was living in adultery the prophet said it confused me he says how can it be he saw that it was anointing that fell and they spoke in tongue and the holy spirit came and said the spirit falls on the just and the unjust and that's why today, that's why we are not after the anointing, but we are after his original weight, which will bring the right anointing. And anything that is contrary to the weight, stay away from it. It will cause you more danger than you can imagine. Hallelujah. Then you've got your physical realm, you've got your tumor, cancer, pneumonia, arthritis, epilepsy, and so forth. But the prophet said, all of them, before they start, they start as a spirit. Hallelujah. Cancer, before it becomes physical, it becomes first a spirit. Then later, as we indicated the other time, it takes many forms until later it is expressed. The same thing with the, uh, religious spirit. It first starts as a spirit and it takes form. Hallelujah. And here is something people do not understand. There was a time where a lying spirit before, came before God and said, send me, I will go there and do the job. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. And in the, end, in the end, that lying spirit is the one that misled those 400 prophets against Micah. Micah was just one man said, King, if you go to Ramoth Gilead, you are not going to come back. You will be killed there. Until Ahab said, until Ahab said, and Jophasad, and said, I think it was Jophasad, said, is there another one remaining? He said, no. I think it was the 400 prophets that prophesied first, and later it was Micah. And Micah, when he came, they told him and said, look, everybody said to the king shall prosper. Everybody sent the blessings towards the king's way. 400 of them. But we know, they said, just one more. And when he came, he said, I will only speak what God puts in my heart. Because a true prophet will always stay with the word of God, irrespective of the conditions of time. Say, I will only speak what God puts on my tongue. And when he came, the vision broke. He said, King, you are not coming back. Hallelujah. Those other prophets were anointed. They were religious. But we, this one, it was the prophet sent from God. In the end time, we have had many ministers that were anointed. That said to the church, there is nothing wrong with it. Come as you are. Dress as you are. Live as you are. As long as you confess that Jesus is the Lord, it's fine. But William Merrill Brennan, a man sent from God, he said, repent. He was one man that took a contrary road. And a true prophet will always remain with the word. And the predestinated ones will always rally around that prophet. And I'm glad in the end time I say, I'm one of them. No matter how unpopular the message could be, stay with the message. Amen. Are we still together? Yes. Now, let's hear what Paul says here. 
Let's just read the scripture quickly. First Timothy 4, verse 1. I'll come back to this slide. First, First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Verse 1 it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressingly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and, and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seat with hot iron. Hallelujah. Are we at that time? Paul was warning that in the end time, this spirit will even infiltrate the church. And today we see those spirits coming. Hallelujah. And today you don't have to look far to see that it's increasing in many churches. Hallelujah. Where some have gone through the prosperity gospel or health gospel. Hallelujah. But I'm not interested in prosperity gospel, health gospel. I'm interested in the grace gospel. Hallelujah. And and, and how do you know that, and even here, how do you detect that things are going wrong? If, if we take the gospel that preaches the cross out, and we no longer elevate Christ and glorify God, and we don't preach the Bible-centered doctrine, hallelujah, and we don't preach the remission of the blood and the confession of the sin, something is wrong. Hallelujah. Because today, a church has become a place where people go and their, their, their ears are being itched. Hallelujah. And once it is done, they still live the way they came. If the gospel does not transform you, there is something about that gospel. If, if today I say I believe the message, there must be a difference between the person that I used to be and the person that I am. And if I just say glory to God, God sent the prophet, and I remain how I am, something is wrong with my confession. Because if I believe the way, the way by its nature must transform me. If it doesn't transform me, I can tell you, you will be in a worse situation than when you came. Because why? Christ speaks about a demon that left the house and went around and as it went around, there was no one to occupy the house. The house was clean, sanctified, justified, but with no one dwelling in. And it went around, and it got other six friends, and they came as seven. And it says, that man's situation became seven times worse than it was. If you remain vacant, the devil will come your way and will cause much, much problems. This morning I want to say to you, say to God, God, come and indwell me. Come and occupy this body. Let me be a living sanctuary. Let me not walk out empty-handed. Something must drop in my being and control my body. Unless it is the case, you will go wrong. And if he has come to indwell you, you will never go wrong. You will remain anchored. 
The winds will come, but you will remain unshaken. Things will happen, you will remain unshaken. How many today can say the anchor holds? We are being tossed about, but the anchor holds. Demons come, but the anchor holds. The devil says whatever he wants to say, but the anchor holds. The prophet is criticized, but the anchor holds. Why is God in you anchoring you? Hope we are together. Now, today, the prophet, he, when he was seven years old, when he was shot, he left the body and went into the region of the lost. He said it was like a bottomless pit. As he was falling, there was nowhere where he could hold. He couldn't reach the surface. He just kept on rolling. And as he kept on rolling, women came that had, uh, what do you call it, eyelashes that looked like a cat. Hallelujah. And as they were there, the prophet said, I looked around. I cried for my mother and my mother was not there. I cried for my father, my father was not there. I cried for God and God was not there. Then I said, I cried, I said, God, if you can bring me out of this place, I promise I will become a good boy. He says, I never committed adultery. He said, that's all I could say. He said, the place was horrible. You would never wish your enemy to go that route. Hallelujah. And we know what happened today. God brought him back. He said, friends, if you are listening to me, if your life is going down that road, stop and turn your back and repent. But here is something amazing. He went there as a seven-year-old. Forty years later, while he was in the mall shopping with his wife, and women were climbing up on the escalator. And Brother Branham looked. The same women that he saw 40 years ago, they were now in the mall. He said, Mira, I'm not feeling well. He sat down and said, Mira said, is there anything wrong with you, Billy? He said, no, I'm not feeling well. He said, folks, I've never told my wife about it. I'm only saying it now when he preached the message so that I'm in Christ. He said, I'm only saying it now. The same woman that I saw there when I was a boy, I saw them in the mall. Hell is upon the face of the earth. And today I want to say, hell has been emptied out on the face of the earth. Forty years, it means judgment. This world is judged. But he says, here's something beautiful. He took me down there, but he took me up there. One day I went beyond the curtain of time. I left my body on the bed and I started walking. As I was walking, I saw my body and it was me walking out of the body. I know a man in Christ. Whether he was in the body or out of the body, I don't know. But such men I know. And he walked onto another dimension. And so many came to me, greeting me and said, Good morning, Brother Brennan. A young girl came and greeted me. How are you, sir? And the boy said, do you recognize her? So no, I don't recognize her. Say, she was over 90 years when you led her to Christ. Now she was a young woman again. That is what this message will produce in your life. Stay with this message. And it says, the hours I was walking there, he was in this dimension. Bless the region of the blessed. He said, where is Jesus? Let's say he's up there. 
One day he will come back. He will take us and will go down to take you guys. Hallelujah. He says, I looked in that place. There was no yesterday. There was no tomorrow. There was no sickness. There was no death. There was no graveyard. Everything was perfect. He said, the word perfect doesn't even begin to describe it. It was sublime. He said, sublime doesn't do it. It was out of this world. And he cried and said, must I go back to that carcass? Must I return back there? And the voice said, keep going back. But one day, you will be judged by what you are saying. And said, will Paul be judged? says, every man with his group will be judged. He said, I preach exactly like Paul. And he came back. And I want to say to you, the voice said, Brother Brenham shall have his group. And I'm part of that group. No one will take me out of that group. And today, as you are sitting here, either you are influenced from the fifth dimension or from the sixth dimension. No one is neutral here. Either heaven, heaven motivates you and influences you or hell influences you. No in between. If you are influenced by heaven, blessed be the name of the Lord. You are on the right track. Keep on going on that route. But if it is hell influencing you, turn your back and repent and make it right with the Lord. Don't ever go to church and leave and things remain the same. If things are not right, fix them. Fix them. There is a heaven to go to and there is a hell to go to. This body, you can't guarantee it. This life is like a candlelight in the wind. It can be blown away at any time. The treasures of this world will perish. But your soul will have to stand before a just God. And this man I say, make that soul right. I hope we are together. No demons come. Today, there's going to be many doctrines that will come. As they have been coming since the prophet left. After he left, some said, we are the ones on the stage. He referred to people to me that if you've got something, come to me. But I want to say, that's not it. Get Christ into your life. He will guide your life. He will lead your life. He will protect your life. That's what you need to get. The prophet says Christ is making himself known in his church. Not Madiba is making himself known. Christ is making himself known. If you know me without knowing him, you're on your way to hell. If you know him without knowing me, you're on your way to heaven. Know him to know him is life. And when you know him, the demons, the demons will scatter wherever you go. And today, because things, we are being smoothened. Uh, our conscience is being pacified. The, the, believers today can coexist with demons without being troubled. I tell you, if a demon comes your way, he's a squatter, you need to be restless. And say, this demon must be driven out. A demon can never coexist with a saint. Hallelujah. And every area has got its demons. Remember when I think it was 
Gabriel, uh, Daniel was praying. And as he was praying, then Gabriel was sent with an answer. When he was sent with an answer, as Gabriel was coming, the king, prince of Persia withstood him and said, you are not going anywhere. For 21 days, you are not going anywhere. He said, until Michael came, and that's why I'm here to give you this answer. And I always ask myself, I say, this prince of Persia, what kind of demon was this? I say, I recognize that although demons have fallen, but they don't forget where they come from, they don't forget their fellow angels. This demon must have known that Gabriel was just an angel. Hallelujah. But when Michael knew, came, this demon realized that this one is the one that overcame us. And this morning, that Michael is not in heaven. That Michael is Revelation chapter 10 verse 1. The mighty angel came down. And where is that mighty angel this morning? In the believers. Wherever you go, demons see Michael in you and they must give way. Why are you afraid, my brother? That's why demons were... Some demons, they run away without you realizing. As you come and approach, they scatter. You revisit your relatives. They feel like things are not the same. When you are not around, we enjoy this music. But when you are around the music, we don't enjoy it. What happens? You are able to intercept the spirit realm. And until the demons realize the Son of God is in the building, the daughter of God is in the building, demons are afraid of you. Never ever be afraid of demons. And when it comes right to the end, to the wire, and they take your life, you must remember, they can take your life, but they will never take you out of God's economy. They can kill you with an accident, but they will never take you out of God's economy. You are not put there by demons, you will never be taken out by demons. I hope we are together. Today you look, impersonation is on the scene. People impersonate Brother Brenham with the first pull and second pull. And people are falling for such things. Hallelujah. Pentecostal. Today, the spoken way that people reject during the day, they read them by night. We know Pentecostal ministers are reading our spoken word. And when they come and preach because there's not another rhino anointing, they make everything to be dear my God. Hallelujah. Because why? You must be under the right spirit to preach this message. You must handle it in the manner that it's supposed to be handled. They as well know power as the world's lights are dimming off. There's only one light that is remaining and that is the bride. Every gun of the enemy is pointed towards them. Let me say to you, my brother, things will not be easy for you. The right will be bumpy. Things, you'll move from crisis to crisis. It's not because God doesn't love you. It's because the enemy knows you are, you are one of the last people that should make it in this final age. And he has avowed 
together with these demons that that one is not going in. That one is not going to the rapture. But here's something. You going into the rapture is not your choice. You believing the message was not your choice. God in his sovereignty said this brother in 2015 he will believe the message. And in 2015 you believe the message. Why? Another intelligence chose for you. And that same intelligence has reserved a seat for you at the wedding supper. With your name written on it. With your robe with your name on it. And no matter what the devil does, he shall never erase your name from that table. Keep on keeping on and never give up. Spirit will come. Deception will come. But remain with your weight. hope we are together. Test every spirit. And Brother Branham gave you a barometer to check the spirits. Hallelujah. Demons are performing miracles today. Hallelujah. Demons are speaking. Demons are preaching. Demons are laying hands upon the people. And people are getting healed. And that confuses people that do not know. Hallelujah. But you that have been with this prophet should never be confused. I always say to the people, when things start, give them a time. Let everything run its course. Ultimately, things will show their colors. Hallelujah. The prophet Jesus said to them, never, never unplug them. Let them grow together. Each will bring its own fruit and each will reveal itself. Let things run their course. Hallelujah. The other time, those that have been here, there was a time where certain women were busy giving testimonies and I said, it's wrong. And I was bashed left and right. Where are they today? Allow things to run their course. The church, sometimes the church must learn to wait upon the Lord. Hallelujah. Let everything run its course. And when it comes to right to the end of it, it will reveal itself what it is made of. Every doctrine will run out of fashion, but the weight will never run out of fashion. This is not a man's idea. It's God's weight in the end time. Give it time. You will see. And when, when things come to a showdown, you will see what God is made of. Hallelujah. The prophet says, never ever be afraid to go to war with this weight. It will always bring the devil to a showdown. Now, while we are in the end time, if it were possible, it would deceive the very elect. But I'm glad to stand behind this desk and say, the elect shall never be deceived. Predestination shall never be wrong. Hallelujah. Because why? Predestination is the one that found you. Wherever you were, you were not, you were not esteemed high. You were not clever. You were not a man of renown. But God bypassed a lot of things and came your way. And when he came away, he revealed himself in you. Until you say, God, 
I will take this message. I will believe this message. And that's why you are here. Are we together? Yes, sir. Let's just read something before. As I'm working towards closing. Now. There was a. There was a witch. Of Endo. Saul wanted to. Someone had passed on as a prophet. And this. Saul wanted an answer from. Somewhere about a matter. And he approached a witch of Endo. And a witch of Endo, because if you are a prophet, death doesn't change you, it changes your dwelling place. Someone was a prophet here, and he was a prophet even on the other side. Now, this witch of Endo called Samuel back. And Samuel came back, he was still a prophet, and he prophesied. The reason that witch was able to call Samuel, it is because that's when paradise was still there. Hallelujah. The believers were this side, the unbelievers were this side. So the, the believers were still reachable. The prophet says, but after, after Christ died and rose, and he took those believers from paradise, no witch can access the believers. That's why the scriptures say, have nothing with the, to do with the dead. This, today, if the devil wants to mislead you, he will come in a form of your grandmother. And I want to say to you, that's a demon. It will use the tone of your grandmother to talk to you, but you must know it's a demon. Have nothing to do with the dead. That's why even today when people say, Brother Branham came to me and said this and that. I said, that's hallucination. He had his ministry. His ministry is done. He's there with, together with the saints. When he's coming back, he's coming back together with other saints. Brother Brenham Smith, when God took him through that accident, it was the end of the ministry. As a man. It was his last sermon, although his ministry is continuing. Hallelujah. So never be misled by someone say, Brother Brenham came in my room. What did he say? I want to hear, what did he say? Hallelujah. So, this witch accessed Samuel, and Samuel came and prophesied. And the prophet says, now, this witch of Endo, she called up the spirit of Samuel, and Saul talked to Samuel. He says, you might wonder how that could be done. It cannot be done today, because the blood of bulls and goats was only awaiting for the time of fulfillment. When a man died in those days, when a man died, he died under the atonement of an animal. His soul went into paradise, and they stayed up there until the day of redemption. His soul was there. But today, you can't access them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope we are still together. Amen. Amen. Now, when when you go to this realm, if, if you die today without your life being right, you go, there's no hell now. Hallelujah. Amen. The prophet calls it a prison house because he says you can never sentence a man until he appears before the 
before the judgment throw. So what is happening? We've got a prison house. This prison house, it simply means that your, your life, it's over here on earth. But you're not ready to go to heaven. Now you're going to a prison house where you fall into the bottomless pit. And I'm not saying this to scare you to repent. A believer is not scared to repentance. He's predestinated to repentance. Don't get it wrong that I'm trying to scare you. Hallelujah. Today you can't scare people. But people that you can preach to are those that are predestinated. Now, you go into that state, Brother Brown says it's like a nightmare. When you are caught up in a nightmare, you hear people talking in a room. Uh, maybe you see a fire. I don't know. How many have ever had a nightmare here? How many? Uh, brethren, I want to see. How many have ever had a nightmare? It's not evil to have a nightmare. Amen. You, you see a fire coming, and you want to run. You, you scream. You kick. But you, you, on the other hand, you hear people talking in the room. You, you can't wake up. You can't sleep. You are just in between. And when it gets difficult, you say, I want to sleep, but you don't sleep. You want to wake up, you can't wake up. That is the state that an unbeliever goes once the time is over. The time is over here on earth. He can't go to heaven because the soul is not ready. And, and you are just going into a bottomless pit. And how, how long until you appear at the day of judgment? Now, when you are in there... Uh, you, you just fall into that bottomless pit and the prophet, as I indicated, says there are women that are making some funny noises there. Hallelujah. And all sinners are there. They are going into the bottomless pit. But when you are a believer, you will die. A believer, if, if you are, wherever you go, there is another body that is next to you. If, if this body gets hit by a car and it gets deformed, you just move from this body into another body. And it's a, it's a young body. Between the age of 18 and 21, you walk in the presence of the Lord. You get into a body that we call a theophany. And in that body, you don't eat. It, it's not an eating body. You stay there. You are just worshiping. There is no yesterday. There is no tomorrow. Hallelujah. Then the day, at the day of judgment, when, when, at, the, at the resurrection, there will be the first resurrection. The first resurrection is only for the saints. And when they resurrect, your body, your celestial body, it comes to take up your terrestrial body. And when they get together, it becomes a glorified body. Then these saints will appear in the streets for 40 days. And then from there, the rapture will take place. But during that time, it is only the activity of the elect. You cannot say, because the dead have risen, now you want to come in. When God closes that door, no one can open it. Hallelujah. When the, ark, the, the, the door of the ark was closed, no one could open it. Hallelujah. Even now, and during that time, they will appear only unto believers. And the believers, by that time, we will not be meeting like this. The, the mark of the beast will be in full swing. These tabernacles are going to be sold. If you hear somebody say, my church, my church, just know the Pope will sell that church and turn it into a storeroom. I'm not proud about the building. The building is going. But you need to be the church. Because during that time, we will not be able to see each other. But the prophet of God says, the love of God will be bubbling within our hearts. Everything that the prophet ever taught us, during that time, it will be much clearer. 
I will not be able to see you. But that time, the faithful ministry will come to a fuller case. Yes. People will speak, things will materialize. But in the world, women will see locusts as big as the mountain with hairy hair. And they'll be screaming to the mountains, fall on us. But you will be sealed in with Christ. Amen. So, we are, we are getting at that hour, brethren. If you are not ready, be ready. Because when he closes that door, mess is over. And the prophet says, they will keep on preaching, thinking that people are getting saved. The church will get bigger and bigger. Hallelujah. Not knowing that mess is over. And this morning I want to say to you, if you know you are not right with this message, why don't you just make it right? Why don't you just make an introspection with yourself and say, God, how do I measure up to the weight standards in the end time? I don't want to go to that region of the lost. I want to go to the region of the blessed. I don't want my life to be demon-inspired or demon-influenced. I want my life to be inspired by the word of God. I want to have an, a, a heavenly atmosphere wherever I go. Every person in this building, wherever you go, you've got an atmosphere around you. Yes, sir. There are people, when you walk into their atmosphere, you get happy. It looks like everything is fine. But there are people, when you walk into their atmosphere, it's tense. It's because the spirit in them creates an atmosphere. What atmosphere is your life creating this morning? Are we together? something before we go. Let's just turn to the book of Acts. Okay, let's go to Acts chapter 21. Uh, verse 28. Acts 21, verse 28. Well, let's start from verse 18. 
It says, and all the city was moved. And the people ran together and they took Paul and drew him out of the temple. And forthwith the doors were shut. As they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain of the band that Jerusalem was in an uproar. Amen. Jerusalem was the most holy city. Paul was sent as the prophet, but here people wanted to kill him, thinking that they are making God a service. Exactly, the demons that killed Jesus, it was religious demons. Jesus was not killed by drunkard. He was not killed by ordinary murderers. Church people killed him. Hallelujah. Even when Paul came, the people that rejected Paul most were not adulterers. It was church people. The people that rejected Brother Brenham, it was not murderers. It was church people. And the religious spirit will always reject a genuine prophet when he comes onto the scene. Hallelujah. I hope we are together. Let's, let's just read it. Verse 32. Who immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down unto them. And when they saw the chief captain and the soldiers... They left a beating of Paul. Then the chief captain came near and took him and commanded him to be bound with two chains and demanded who he was and what he had done. And some cried one thing and some another among the multitude. When he could not know the certainty of the tumult, he commanded him to be carried into a castle. Hallelujah. When he came upon the stairs, so it was that he was born of the soldiers for the violence of the people. And the multitude of the people followed after him, crying, away with him, away with him. That's how they did with the Lord Jesus Christ. Away with him, away with him. Religious spirit. Check every spirit. Test every spirit by the word of God. And you'll never go wrong. God bless you. Just stand up and say, and sing any song that is in your heart. Until I reach my home. Yes. Until I reach my home. I will never depart from thy. How many agree with this song?
higher ground.
That's where we belong up there. Just give us any song. Let's let's just worship. How many love him this morning? There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power.
many believe that all the chains of the enemy are broken. The chain of disease was broken. The chain of depression was broken. The chain of sin was broken. Every chain was broken. And it can still break your chain this morning. Hallelujah. Just give us another one. Amen. And I will ask Brother Lechenot just to come and close with a service of prayer. The love of God is
Heavenly Father. How great Thou art. Father, the hour You came in our lives, and You changed us, Father. You started new life with Your children. Before the foundation of the world, Lord, You knew us. You knew we would sit here this morning and hear these words, Father. Thank You, Father, for Your word. The prophet, Father, that brought these blessed words to our ears. That we could uh, to hear it, Father, and to live it. Thank you for the change you brought, Lord. Where would we have been, Father, if it were not for you? Thank you for your fivefold ministry. Father, I pray that you will bless it mightily, that you use your servants, Father, and you will bring them and bring your children to that point where you saw us before the foundation of the Lord, Father. May your kingdom come, Father, to this earth. Help us, Lord. Guide us through your, the inner voice of in your children, Father. Give us what we have need of. Thank you for healing our souls. Thank you for cleaning our spirits, my Father. And thank you for the body that waits us, Father. The fear of me, Father. Bless us now, Father, as we depart. And bring us back in that hour that you destined us to be, Father. Help us, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We lift him higher. We lift him higher. Hallelujah. He deserves to be lifted higher. We lift him
give us two more, then thereafter you are dismissed till we see you on Wednesday, some of you on Sunday. Have a victorious week. The devil is a liar. Overcome him. God bless you. Yeah.
still want to continue. Uh, Pastor Frank Mushito is with us Sunday next week. Um, and pray for the meeting. Next week he's here. He's an old friend of ours. Amen. Yeah, you can continue then you wrap up. It's a beautiful song. What does it mean? Because it's, it's a long story. <laughs> Who's got a short story? It's actually talking about heaven. It talks about the fact that uh, in heaven you go to heaven. New clothes. White clothes. And uh, I, I love it because it, you know, any song that talks about but uh, it's a beautiful song. I think if you just know how to say "Weba Toele," you are there. Which means um, for the holy, the, the, the holy ones. Oh, okay, beautiful. It means the holy ones. So it means the holy ones are going to be the ones that are occupying that place. Amen. All right. So from this long story, you can have a sermon on it. <laughs> God bless you richly. <laughs> Tina, 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 Tina,